mother, there's a naked man in my sights. <laughs> so there's some craziness going on in the household right now. Oh, Binks. What is happening? I'll be right back. Okay. I feel like our music needs to start playing. I know, right? <laughs> I'm Kelsey. And I'm Gloria. And welcome to Circling Circe for our lucky number 13, our 13th episode, ladies. I feel like we need like a thunder crash. A whip crash. A whip snake. Oh, gosh. Oh, whoopah. You can't do anything. I love I love that episode. <laughs> Sorry, Rose. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm going to have to edit out a lot of coughs. I'm, I'm on the tail end of a cold. So if you hear my throat lozenge clicking around, it's just ASMR, okay? Ooh. You don't have a, a cough button? I know, right? <laughs> a cough muting button. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when you have kids in daycare, ladies. Just letting you know. Just a constant nice. three Seth years of... of- yeah. And they just lick everything. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, and they just put your their like boogers on your mouth. It's great. It's really, really <laughs> wonderful. They're like, I made this for you. Yeah. So any updates, ladies? Hmm. I have a package thief in my apartment building, which is exciting. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm on the case. You got a glitter bomb on. <laughs> have you been, oh, have yeah. you been I have been burgled three times. <gasps> yeah, for steal? real. And I shouldn't it's say in my building envelope. because I don't think that they live in the building. I don't think anyone's that stupid or mean in this building. I think because how it, how it is here in my building is that although the front door is very safe and there's like a lock and you have to do the code to get in or whatever, it's not just an open door. Um, our door is completely glass. Like the whole front panel is glass so that when we have packages in the mailroom, you can see them from the street. So I think that people, you know, when they come in, they just like sneak in behind the Amazon guy or somebody walking in and I've had packages three times go missing. So, yeah. So I actually put up signs in the mail room like, please deliver to our doors. We have a package thief. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Vigilante. Gloria, um, we got a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks. We got a dog and a new bunny. Well, we got Jovi a husband. Uh-huh. So <laughs> that's what it's called in the community. It's not my joke, but I, I, I enjoy it. But yeah, so the husband, his name is Toast. And if you know anything about bunnies, you have to be very careful when you um, bond them because they don't automatically like each other. And they said that a male and a female is the best pair. So we got one around her age. He just happened to be around her age. And um, he's a different type of bunny, but he, you know, he was very docile, very sweet. And so we did all the courting steps, like let them see each other and smell each other, but not be near. <laughs> and then As you do. We, As you do. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very, it's I very saw Elizabethan. I him and then I smelled him. <laughs> yeah. It's very Elizabethan. 
like passed notes to each other and ate in each other's presence and stuff, but not together. <laughs> All very proper. Like threw little poops at each other, you know. Oh uh, my gosh. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's signs of love. So, I mean, that's what I do on right? a date. Is that not right? what we're supposed to flick your poo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's what's proper. I mean, some people just don't do it. Yeah. Properly. Well, how's it going? Um, so, are they are they like falling in love? Is it, you know, so love hate? It's interesting. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> probably love hate. Oh. I guess because they so we took their divider away and let them hang out, and he was like all about the tail right away. He was like, uh-uh. <laughs> he's so, a butt man. Oh my huh? god. What did you say? I said he's a butt man. He's an yeah. ass man. He is. <laughs> um, so she was like, uh-uh. And I guess uh, like that behavior has to do with dominance too. And she's like, mm. I am the dominant one. I was here first. I am queen of my castle. You can't have none of this. So uh, they don't get along when there's no divider. But when there is a divider, they lay against the divider back to back and nose to nose and love each other. So we're not sure what to do. Uh, mm. Yeah. Tips. Bunny bonding tips. Yeah. Give us a call. Well, congrats to the so. additions to the family. Thank you. Yeah. It's a true barnyard now. I know you got them all. I love it. I want to come visit and bring my little, little one to come pet yeah. all the animals. Yeah. It's like a petting zoo. <laughs> <laughs> we would charge some admission. Yeah. Also, uh, on a side note, we have a listener from Greece. I uh, have been looking at our analytics. And uh, so I just want to say hi to whoever's listening in Larissa, Greece. Um, I thought that was kind of cool. So That's super cool. Maybe you're our Greek of the week, whoever you are. Give us a five-star rating. We're going to raise a toast to you. Opa! Opa! <laughs> which I think is thank you. Oh, I thought you were saying bless you. <laughs> bless you. Escaristo. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Well, sh- shall we dive in, Gloria? What what happened? We are, I think, officially looking at the book. We are very close to halfway through now. Oh. Yes, I would say that. now yeah. we're very close to halfway through. Yeah. So we're in halftime right now. When does Beyonce show up? I know. Oh. This, I don't know if we should have like a, a warning for this chapter, <laughs> um, but it gets intense. Sure so, does. Lots yeah. of exciting stuff. Oh, is that my cue to go? Yes. <laughs> the, the line is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. A strange ship approaches the shore of Ayaya, and Circe is wondering who it is because she got no warning from Hermes, so she's thinking this must be something big or bad or both. So she sees a muscular guy with black hair and a lady in a full-body veil emerging from the ship. So I'm thinking it's Henry Cavill and Lady Gaga. But I'm not sure. I was just going to say, I got very Lady Gaga yeah. vibes from this description. It's like, ma, 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 ma. Was she carried in an egg? Yeah. Uh-huh. 
So <laughs> with a <the> meat suit. <laughs> so they are seeking or no. So when they come up, Cersei immediately perceives that there is some miasma in the air, which is oily pollution. So kind of like downtown LA. And it <laughs> I said downtown, not NoHo. Um, you have a point. Oily pollution. So it hangs in the air as they ask her for help, which is in the form of catharsis with a K. So apparently we've been spelling it wrong this whole time. Um, But yeah, so the original way to spell it is with a K. And uh, it's not magic, but it's like a cleansing of sorts. So they're like, please catharsis us. Interesting. And so she grabs one of her cute little piglets. Jump back, Peta, and <laughs> sacrifices him to help with their catharsis. And there's this whole ritual that goes on. So they are cleansed. So then the mystery woman reveals herself, and it turns out it is Tyler Perry as Medea. <laughs> I mean, no, sorry, no, it's 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 Medea. Oh my gosh, <laughs> she. <laughs> How amazing would that be in the HBO version if it's Tyler Perry? Hello. (laughs) Thank you for the cleanse. So Medea is a demigoddess and she is a daughter of Aedes. Mm. So right away, Cersei recognizes those golden eyes and she's like, oh, she's an OG golden girl like me. And so she knows that they're related. So she is her aunt, correct? Yeah. Yes. So Cersei's like, okay, let's um, get to know each other a little bit. Um, After this big ritual, we need some time together. And so she sets out some cheese, olives, and wine. So Kelsey gets her feta again. Thank you. (laughs) I circled that part of the book and wrote feta with exclamation (laughs) points. Don't forget the feta. Don't forget the feta. Um, and P.S. I would love to hang out with Cersei because girl can sling a spread like no other. She always feeds people <laughs> when they come over. She got the that good charcuterie yeah. board. Yeah, she's on Pinterest. Like, how can I make this pretty? <laughs> um, so then it's Jason's turn to reveal himself. I remember. Uh, and he pulls out his machete and pulls down his ski mask. Oh, his hockey oh. mask. <laughs> That's a different book, Kelsey. Wrong, Jason. Dun, sorry. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> How's the music go? Jason's or is that Halloween? That's Michael Myers. They played that on like a little kids. Yeah. They played that on like a little kid's piano. I heard. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's the Jason sound is. Kill, 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 kill. Um Hello. <laughs> so, uh, and we do our own sound, everybody. For everybody who, who's wondering, I know. Yeah, I know. It's shocking there's, to everyone. There's no foley artists yeah. here. But this all is an entirely us. homegrown post podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait for when we do our own Wilhelm. That's going to be amazing. Um, mm. So, so it's Jason's turn to reveal himself. So he is the son of the king of Iolcos. And it, it cracks me up because it looks like lol cuz, like LOL cousin. <laughs> lol but cause. it's I-O-L-C-O-S. So Iolcos, who, so this king, 
So Jason's dad was usurped by his own brother, who is Jason's uncle, I'm assuming. Um, so he demanded a golden fleece from a sorcerer in Col- Colchis? 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 So just for our, our listeners who aren't, like, as savvy as, like, we are, what what is a, a unsurped or usurped, oh. usurped, usurped, usurped uh, mean? Means. I mean, I know what it means, obviously. Oh, but... yeah. She's asking for a friend. Rosa uh, yeah, just for so a friend. usurped means your, your throne was stole. So it means oh. you were, your power or your seat of power was taken by someone else. My toddler does that to me in the bathroom. She steals my throne before I can get there. Usurper. Usurped me. Usurper. So, yeah. Okay. So, Jason's uncle took the throne from Jason's dad and said, you can't have it back unless you bring the golden fleece from this specific sorcerer. So, he kind of hamleted him a little bit. He he hammed him. Yep. He hammed him. Good. Uh. Turns out that he tries to buy the fleece from King Aedes himself because this sorcerer of Colchis that everybody's talking about is Aedes himself. Um, Guess I know, <laughs> but he will only give it up if he if Jason yokes together two bronze bulls and plows and sows an entire field of warrior seeds in a day. So let me tell you what that means. So he's like, okay, I'll give you the fleece if you yoke together two bulls and plow and sow an entire field in one day. And Jason's like, I'm pretty strong. I'm kind of a badass. I could do that probably. But aha, they're trick bulls and trick seeds because the bulls are made of bronze and they breathe fire and will burn anything in their path. (laughs) And pretty sneaky. I know. And on top of that, even if he can do that, the seeds, when he plants them, they grow and spring up into warriors who will fight him. So, oh, that's real sneaky. What the I hell? I know. So this is like a, a challenge, like on Survivor. You know, right. it's like, <laughs> like when you watch Survivor, and it's it's <laughs> it's like which just started. Season forty one just started. Forty one. Like when you watch Survivor, and they're like, take this key, jump over this thing. Now jump through the water. Swim 18 meters in the water. You're going to dive down and take the key and find the thing and the ring. And you unlock the ring and the rings pop up. And you take the ring and you jump up the ladder and you jump the ladder. It's like 14 different things, you know. And they always do that, that, like, quick camera movement to each Uh part to show the viewers. So we need to see this with Aedes. Like, first, you're going to take these bulls. Right. (laughs) You're going to yoke them. They're bronze. They're bronze. Um, They breathe fire. Yeah, it's definitely not like Amazing Race, which is like, ride a bike through France. (laughs) (laughs) Repair this windmill in Amsterdam. But apparently Gloria and I weren't good enough for Amazing Race anyways. Oh, Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, you guys auditioned. That's right. (laughs) That was was an experience. I'll never forget that. Oh, man. I mean, if we want to go on a little tangent, it's a good story. Yeah. We... Gloria and I decided to try out. Um, I don't know. Gosh, how long ago was this now? Like, oh, long 15 time. 15 years ago? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. It's like 15 years. It's crazy. Um, and we, to try out, we basically slept in line in a parking lot in like downtown San Diego for the entire night. It was a parking lot of a Jerome's. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, my God. It was a Jerome's. It was a furniture store. Yo, Wait, Jerome, was this- we need sponsors. Was this in San Diego or in Orange County? 
San Diego. San Diego. Oh, yeah. okay. So uh, it's so good too because me and Gloria both have like a thing where we're like, oh, we can get 17 things done in this hour. Like we were like, <laughs> we'll audition. Gloria will go to work. Then we'll come back and we'll meet each other back downtown to watch a play together. It will be great. Of course, like we we tried to sleep on the hard concrete. I remember there was like a sewer nearby. Yeah. And it was really smelly. And then we ended up just like talking with people in line. And there were people like on roller skates and like with all these crazy tricks. And we were like, let's write a witty script. That will be really cute. And, and then it took us like eight hours in line. I mean, it was like an all day line event. It wasn't like, you know, you get in in an hour. It was wild. Oh and Gloria God. had to like go to work and come back. So I had yeah. to stay in line. And then we got there at like 10 p.m., right? Yeah. Like something crazy. And, and then I mean, I it was all day. Like 5 yeah. You had to work at 5 a.m. And you came back like it was just we were delirious by the time we got up there. I mean, I'd been waiting in line all day. And so we were like trying to memorize our little script. And then we like they give you like a minute in front of the camera. So it's like it was like almost 24 hours of like anticipation <laughs> leading up to this like minute we had and at that point we're like punch drunk like we're just like super tired and frazzled and Gloria's worked all day and I've been in line looking at like people with like lion tamer suits on and you're like oh how do I God. compare yeah so we were like we need a gimmick and so our gimmick is like we're total opposites but we're friends anyway and I don't yeah. I don't know how strong that was, but that was all we had. Yeah. So. We were like, that's our gimmick. That's our, like, that's our catch. So we were supposed to start by saying, like, I'm black, I'm white, I'm this, I'm that, I'm the yin, I'm the yang. Like, we had all these, like, things, but I don't know who <laughs> messed it up. <laughs> was it you or me? I, I think, think it would be worse if I said, I'm black, but I remember it was, like, the race thing that we messed Yeah. And that oh, was no. the first thing we said. Like we opened with that, and then we and then so we just one of us sat said- there laughing for a full minute. <laughs> we just and they laughed. were like, "Okay, thank you." <laughs> so like, I don't know if Gloria was like, "I'm white," or I said, "I'm black," but like one of us said it wrong. I probably oh, said God. I'm white, yeah. And then I was looking at Rose, and she was laughing, and, and then I, was I like, just oh, wait, lost I said it. Wrong. it I get confused like, sometimes, though. I mean, I know, right? You're you're not necessarily like nothing's black and white, Gloria. Like technically, I'm not white either, you know. Right. But it was just so funny. Like it was just one of those things where it was like the first thing that came out was like completely wrong, and we just messed up so bad. And like you know me, I just can't. I have no composure, and so I just started laughing. And then Gloria and I, when we get together, it like can be really bad, and we just like fell on the floor, like just laughing and then yeah we like got back up and they were like your time's up and we were like oh Oh my god (laughs) and we were like all that time all all day all 10 hours in line overnight (laughs) we left at like 5 p.m we were just like what did we do and then we went to balboa park Mm -hmm. to wait for our play i think and then we took a sweet nap just in the <laughs> middle was, of the park. That was, to this day, the most glorious nap I've ever taken in my life. We literally had zero, like, Fs left to give. We had our sleeping bags, so we, like, we we had to go to this play that night that we were going to go see together. So we were like, all right, let's just find a local park. We're just going to lay out our sleeping bags and go to sleep. And I remember we were laughing later because 
we just like fell asleep in the park like homeless people. And this little kid <laughs> came running towards us. Like people experiencing homelessness. Yes. <laughs> Shame on me. Shame well, on me. Well, at the time, it was homeless people. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I just remember Gloria telling me that at one point, this kid came running towards us and the mom was like, don't touch them. Like, <laughs> and he was like, mommy, are they okay? <laughs> Oh my god! And she's like, we're really <laughs> yanked, tired. Okay, yanked him away. Was oh like, yeah, come here. I, I, there was yeah, that patch of grass was real comfy. It was. It was great. Sorry about um, that aside. It just was such a good Rose and Gloria moment. Like yeah, classic, classic Rose and Gloria. <laughs> so how do we get on that tangent? The challenges, impossible challenges. Yes. Okay. So, um, impossible challenges. So, yes, this task that Aedes gives Jason is impossible, and it's meant to be that way because he's not giving up a golden fleece. Because have has anyone else heard of, or is anybody else in possession of a golden fleece? I don't think so. So he's like not really keen to give it up. So, who helps him? But Princess Medea and her own brand of farmaca. 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 So Jason succeeds. But Aedes is like, oh, I forgot to tell you about the Deathless Dragon. Go kill it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Oops. About that. Oopsies. So once again, Medea to the rescue. Um, so she, uh, there's like, oh, she uses potions against the... Um, she uses potions against the bulls and against the warriors and then again against the dragon. I think she just does the the original. She invented this where she lulls the dragon to sleep and then they just go get the fleece. So it seems like they always like put the dragon to sleep. Like they don't sometimes they kill it, but I don't know. That's a, a trope that in these the like hero do, quest do movies. nothing to nobody, right? <laughs> yeah. It deserves a nap. Right. Just like us. So overworked and underpaid, <laughs> right? It wanted its own, its own patch of grass in Balboa Park. You, you know? know, yeah, yeah. Uh, so then, once again, Medea comes to the rescue. Um, they get away. They get the fleece. They get away. They waste no time and get married on the ship while Aedes is in hot pursuit. And so they're married. Congratulations! I now pronounce you whatever. Kiss. Do you? Yes. Do you? Yes. Kiss each other. <laughs> it is done. That's how fast it went. <laughs> and it's interesting because, like, like I learned from The Office, I think. I'm ashamed to say that. But um, that a captain of a ship can marry you. Hmm. I don't know if that's oh, really? true. But I, I guess Pam any and captain. Jim did it, right? Yeah. Spoiler alert. If you haven't watched it by now, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, mm-hmm. I, um, I'm not sorry. You should have watched it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I'm think I thought about that when I read that. I was like, oh, they must have had the captain of the ship, <laughs> but wasn't the captain Jason? And then I stopped thinking about it because I was like, <laughs> they figured um, it out. So uh, Medea starts to panic though because Dad's gaining on them, and she's like, I am a newlywed. He is not going to ruin my night. So she has BT Dubs taken her little brother slash Aedes's heir hostage. And so she's like, hey, bro, come here. And she makes Jason kill him. And then she, NBD, chops up his body 
Mm. and disposes of it like a good spouse, uh, covers up his crime, which she egged him on, but whatever, um, to cover up their crime. So this is some ancient true crime, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, so Aedes... Think well, of that like, sound bite that's like, her ears were cut off. Her, her legs was, was cut off. off. Her <laughs> eyelash was in her face. What? Oh, that's where it's supposed to be. Never mind. <laughs> Um, yeah I love that sound bite though Um, so oh what was I going to say oh I guess it's not ancient true crime it's ancient mythical crime right because this wasn't none of this really happened so Aedes stops to bury uh, his baby boy and then so Medea and Jason get away don't they like chop him up so that he has to like stop for every piece or something really, really morbid? Uh, yeah, he was he was chopped up. He was dismembered, <sighs> and then some. Mm. Um, so snap back to the present, and Jay is deep in his feelings. So Medea drugs him to numb the pain, like a good <laughs> wife once again. Um, she's Just like he's drink this is already funny. starting off on a really healthy, oh, really yeah. healthy, yeah. Supportive marriage. She, I mean, like, when you kill your brother-in-law on your wedding night, I feel like that's really gonna. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And so she, I just pictured this scene in my head, <laughs> and she just like gives him some tea or uh, some wine, right? Drink this, honey, mm-hmm. and sprinkles some powder in it. Whispers a little spell, and then gives it to him. And then Cersei is sitting there, slack jawed, like, "What? Are, what did you just do?" And she's like, it's too much for him. <laughs> I just pictured yeah, her like a, like a Stepford wife. Like, he can't handle it. I'm just yeah. helping him out. Um, this doesn't so- concern Jason. Right. <laughs> so then, thank you, Kelsey, for the sweet segue. Then the ladies have a little chat. They're like, let's go into the kitchen. <laughs> right, where we belong. <laughs> um, so Cersei is mad. Because she would never have catharted them if she had known what they did. <laughs> catharted them. And, <laughs> and Medea's that is like. Catharsis is now a verb. <laughs> yes, <laughs> catharted. Like Googled or Xeroxed. Right. Um, oh, man. We're going to have to cut out those brand names. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I think it's fine. I don't think Google's going to come after us. Or Kleenex. This episode I mean, maybe has been Xerox? sponsored by Xerox. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Cathart any paper you want to in just one day. <laughs> Xerox. Cathart for your heart. Hey. <laughs> um, she done it again. Uh, so she said, I never would have done this for you if I had known what you did. And Medea's like, Ada, of course. That's why I didn't tell you because I knew you wouldn't have. Such a bratty um, teenager. Right. So Cersei says... As soon as that happened, I was like... <gasps> I know. <laughs> How Cersei dare you, madam? Boozled. Uh, so then Cersei's like, okay, let's change the subject. Um, <laughs> the things you're saying about my brother don't really sound like him. So I'm kind of confused. And... I can't do the claps because I'm holding my microphone. But <laughs> Medea's like, let me 
tell you. And she starts telling all of her dad's business, like how he tortures the ones who come to challenge the greatest sorcerer around Aedes. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, let me uh, show you what I can do. And like he turns them into zombies and like messed up stuff like that. So um, also how he tried to give Medea to her uncle Percy's like in marriage. Like marry her off. Yeah. And uh, Cersei starts thinking, oh, I've heard really bad things about him. Uh, So all that stuff kind of comes back to her. And Medea kind of confirms that by saying, thank God that monster didn't want me or something like that. So she has this glittery dream of how her life with Jason is going to go. And she starts telling Cersei this, like, everything's going to be okay because, like, my dad is messed up. We did this messed up thing, but now everything's fine because you made it fine. And, and now he loves be great. me. Okay. And he loves me. And he loves me. We've only <laughs> known each other for three days, but he loves me. He loves me. <laughs> and it's this is a, such an interesting exchange because Cersei has like a butt for everything that Medea says, and Medea doesn't like that. So she's like, oh, this is going to happen. And Cersei's like, but what about this? And she's like, oh, well, it won't matter because, you know, it's fine. And he loves me. And then Cersei's like, well, what about this? And so on and so forth. And so she's – her head's in the clouds, basically. And Cersei brings her back down to Earth and tries to recruit her into, like, a witch click of sorts. She's like, you don't want all that drama. Come so on. Just – yeah. So, like, you don't want all that drama. So just dump him and then come live with me. And then we can be witches together. <laughs> I love your notes after this, Gloria. What? And then, and then with the notes, I was note. reading ahead, and I was like, "What?" Uh, uh. Oh, you're reading her when, notes. This is when my speak text like picked up everything. And the best I'm crying was when you said flesh-colored shorts. <laughs> that in this chapter (laughs) (laughs) so people are listening Gloria has her note we have like you know notes we're doing this all virtually so I'm following along with like kind of what she's written already and she did accidentally to talk to text and so it just took like part of our conversation from earlier before we started recording (laughs) and it's like (laughs) yeah you can read it if you want it says, really? That's weird. Okay, let me leave and come back. Now he just likes to wear the flesh-colored shirt. It's a lot. Okay. How many of me are there? Okay, all right. I'm just going to go in the living room from now on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and that's when I realized the oh, my gosh, is me realizing that it was recording oh my everything I was saying. I'm dying. <laughs> like, what does this mean? <laughs> So yeah, sometimes sometimes my husband wears shorts that are like the same color as his skin. And Rose was like, "Oh my gosh, I thought he was just walking in here naked." Because she saw. I got a little camera. nervous. I was like, "Do I have to like cover my screen?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, he's wearing shorts. It's just they're the same color." <laughs> Maybe Jason was wearing flesh-colored shorts too. Maybe <laughs> that's why she liked him. Yeah. Um. 
So then all the girls love flesh colored shorts. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Gloria. <laughs> you finish it. <laughs> so yeah, he t- she tells Medea tells Cersei about all these terrible things that her dad has done. And oh no, we're past that. Yeah. So she invites her to come and like to, yeah. She tries to be a witch her. with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she's like, basically is like, no, thank you. I love my life. And then Jason wakes up and she's like, let's go, baby. And then (laughs) (laughs) and then I thought it was interesting when when um, Medea like rejects the idea of her trying to be a witch. Yeah, because she's like all of a sudden she kind of. turns on the heat right and she's like what like you this like pathetic lonely exile like no thanks (laughs) i know um "Uh -uh, i'm young and hot and you know i have a life to live and and jason he loves me yeah also he loves me (laughs) yeah i was like like, really that was my cersei down Uh uh-huh on blast, right? I know. That was my second leg <gasps> of the chapter. I know. <laughs> I was like, if I had pearls, <laughs> I would be clutching them. Yeah. I yeah. was like, oh my God. I was like, mm-hmm. man, if I were Cersei, I'd be like, uh, I'm going to just slap you right now. That's That sounds like a good idea. Yeah. And then Cersei's like, oh, okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> so you gonna, it's going to be like that. Okay. And she's like, you think your little secret going to be kept? You're crazy. That whole crew yeah. of people. People people are are telegraphing home already talking about what you did. You know, mm-hmm. like, like, they swore to secrecy. And swore she's to like, secrecy. Yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> well, I will say, too, She. it's interesting because I don't know where in this chapter they talk about her age. But at some point, Cersei's like, oh, you know, she looked really young. And that's when I was like, this girl is 15. This girl is 15 or 16. She is. Yeah. She must be young because she is so naive. She has no idea. And yeah. Cersei is not wrong. Right. And then when Cersei's like, I don't believe that you went mad. And she's like, isn't love madness? <laughs> isn't love madness? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that part kind of creeped me out. But so she and Jason leave. And. Then, who comes strolling up but Aedes? He's like, hey, what's up, sis? What's up, sis? Long time no see, sis. He's like, hey, I was just passing by. By the way, where's my daughter? Hey, wasn't she here? And she was like, yeah, she was. Um, And he said, "Uh, where is she? And she's like, oh, I'm sorry about your son, my nephew, who I never met. And he's like, Oh, it's fine. She's going to pay for it. By the way, where is she? The Cersei says, I met Daedalus. And he's like, what? He's been dead for a long time. Um, but where's my daughter? So it's weird because it's like she's trying to. <laughs> she's like, so anyway, how about them weather, you know? <laughs> right. She, I, I couldn't decide if it was like, oh, I'm so happy to see my brother. I need to catch up. Or if she was trying to distract him from telling him, like, oh, she's she's gone. I don't have her anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, like stall him. Yeah, so I don't know what you guys think that was, but it seemed to me like it could have been either one. Yeah, it was a little strange, wasn't it? I wasn't sure which which it was either when I read it the first time. I really – this part actually really gutted me. And again, I don't know if it's because I was like kind of putting myself into this like 
Cersei isn't Aedes' mom, but I mean, you brought this up a while back, Gloria, and talked about how like she he's almost a son to her. He's mm-hmm. more than a brother. Yeah. Right? She she practically raised him. And so for me, it was almost more like a mother-son relationship, right? So not only was, you know, in the last chapter, Pasiphae like completely uprooted and you find all this new stuff about her and you realize Cersei was wrong, right, about her sister in some ways. Now, like her beloved Aedes, she's finding out is actually like not the greatest guy. And when they were fighting, when when Cersei and Medea were fighting, I was kind of like, well, I think Medea is pretty jaded too. So I'm not – I took all of that with a grain of salt. But at the same time, mm-hmm. even Cersei started becoming like – she says something like, he was going to give me to Percy's. And she's like, he always hated Percy's. She's like, not anymore. They're besties now. Like yeah. mm-hmm. now you're seeing this other side to him, right? He's not this golden boy, this this – only thing she loves you know mm-hmm. and um so i almost felt like it was her trying to like grasp at the last straws that he would respond mm-hmm. to her kindly or she was grasping at this past that they had oh i met daedalus because that was like the last time they had that moment where he's like oh yeah of course she'd like him right and he's like oh, what are yeah, you talking about right. right you're right he's just like you know throwing all these things out and then um you know there's like this part in the chapter where she's like, I'd never seen him this angry before. I had never seen him angry at all. I think you should read the whole paragraph, Rose. Yeah, I'll just, I know. I was like, can I read the whole paragraph? It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, Read the whole thing. She says, I had never seen him so angry before. I had never seen him angry at all. Even so, his face was beautiful, like the waves when they lift their storm heads. I could still ask for his forgiveness. It was not too late. I could say she tricked me. I was fo- I was his foolish sister who trusted too easily and could not see into the cracks of the world. Then he would come ashore and we might, but my imagination would not let me finish the thought. Behind him, at their oar benches sat his men. They stared straight ahead. They had not stirred, not even to brush off a fly or scratch an itch. Their faces were slack and empty, their arms covered in scars and crusted scabs, old burns. I had lost him long ago. And I was like, oh, I know. I read that and I was like, oh. yeah, I was like, that just gutted me. I was like, she is realizing. Yeah. He's gone. The AOT like, she knew is gone forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one that the AOT she loved. Uh, and I'm sure it felt like losing a child, like realizing this person you had all these hopes for and love for is completely different. So yeah. that's kind of how I took that whole exchange, I guess. Yeah. Just like desperately trying to hang on to something that was no longer. Mm-hmm. Just after that, too, she has another, like, this is the very end of the chapter when she tells AATs that they are like oak to oak, which I thought was a really mm-hmm. powerful quote, you know? Like, she's mm-hmm. like you, basically, you know? Right. Yeah. That was really heartbreaking, too. Yeah. And so it also is like, I thought about like, if she did this awful, horrific thing, I mean, who did she get some of these these things from? These these I don't even know what the word is, but like traits. Yeah, traits from. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, the apple doesn't fall from the tree, like oak to oak. You guys mm-hmm. are a lot of like Yeah. That's really heartbreaking when stuff like that happens, you know? Like you think mm-hmm. you know someone and then they do something and you're like, Man, like I didn't know them at all, yeah. actually. 
Yeah, and you get kind of well. I got I kind of got a sense of that when he just left her. He was like, "Okay, yeah. it's time for me to go." Mm-hmm. Bye. And she was so heartbroken. He just didn't seem to care. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, we see a dark side." And then here it is, and it's full matured glory. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, he really. How did someone who Cersei raised to be so like sweet? I guess he just kind of found out that he had this power and that he was a likable guy and used that to his advantage and Mm -hmm. just became the ultimate a-hole. It just, it it like makes you think like I, it's like the whole nature versus versus nurture thing. Like, Mm -hmm. but it also is like, well, did Cersei do something inadvertently, right? Like by being so hopeful and not seeing maybe some dark tendencies or things like that. Or maybe she had no control over it, you know? And he was going to end up how he was going to end up. Like, it's not her mm-hmm. son. It's her brother. So it just makes you really like – I don't know. It just makes me think a lot. Like, I don't know how that happened. Mm-hmm. And I think there are a lot of parents out there who have children who feel the same way. It's like, I don't know what I did or didn't do, but yeah. my kid is this way and I love them. But – they're not mine anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, I love that probably my favorite line in the chapter because it sounds like something that I feel like I would say because <laughs> he's mad that Cersei let Medea go before he got there to, to whoop her butt. And he says, I should punish you. And I think that just kind of makes her like, uh, excuse me? <laughs> Yeah, and realized what? <laughs> yeah, realized just how out of his place he is. Um, and she says, "No, in Colchis you may work your will, but this is Ayaya. Like this is my house. You don't get to punish me in my own house. <laughs> That's not how we do it around here. <laughs> or tell me what to do in my own house. And that I just feel like her eyebrows." We're like all the way towards her hairline. Like, excuse me. Uh, Do you know where you are? Well, speaking of Colchis, that was one of my notes. Was that I had to? I kind of looked up where that was because um, I wanted to know, like, where in Greece. And um, apparently, that's where the country of Georgia now is. Oh, Um, so it's close to Greece, but it's not exactly like in the country of Greece anymore. And I think the. The Mycenaeans? Mycenaeans. Uh, Mycenaeans. Um, I guess that was on Jason's boat, but they were like supposed to be like the first Greeks. Like they were the first people to speak the language and come to the oh, country wow. or live in the country. So that's your, your Greek history. Oh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. This was so hard. Like I think when at the, by the end of the chapter when A.T. shows up and – she has her moment of realizing like I I had a best friend in high school that um we went to college together and then something happened like our first semester and um she met some guy randomly she got pregnant and dropped out of school and kind of just 180'd her life and we had a moment like this where she said and did something incredibly out of character and I was just like, wow, like, I don't know you at all anymore, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And like, and like very mean and very hurtful mm-hmm. that she did. And uh, I never forgot it, you know? And for many yeah. years, we didn't speak. And then she reached out on social media, like, 
maybe like seven, eight, nine years later. And I just can't do it. You know, Mm. I just can't. Yeah. It's just something that I'll never forget how she made me feel. And I'll never forget the things that she said. And like, yeah, she apologized those many years later, but I just, it's like a, a tie that had been severed. Like, I don't think I could ever forgive her or like, I mean, I forgave her, I guess, but I could never forget the way that it made me feel. And Mm-hmm. trust was just broken for forever and I mean it's not exactly the same because like Aetes is not gonna apologize to Cersei I don't think Aetes mm-hmm. is gonna like see the light or whatever I'll be very surprised I should say if he does um yeah. but I got that same feeling of just like total and absolute like betrayal and just you yeah. kind of feel stupid in that moment of like thinking that maybe you know and she has that thought of like I had this moment of like maybe he'll come around and like she stops before she even like finishes the thought because she's like I can't even go there you know yeah Mm -hmm. it just it gutted me because I was like oh I felt like that one time too you know but this is like her family member I know and I feel like he was the only family member that Mm -hmm. she felt that way with like it was one thing with her sister you know to I don't know, hash things out and realize things weren't exactly the same, but I think it's like cuts a whole different way with the 80s. Yeah. And I just feel, I feel like this kind of sets you up for like, God, I mean, even like the stuff Medea was saying to her, like, well, you're just a lonely old hag out here on this island and you're desperate for like company. And like, I feel like, you know, you're very, you feel very defensive for Cersei, but again, is there a kernel of truth in that? And Mm -hmm. then on top of it, now, not only has she, like, cut ties with her sister completely, now she's cut ties with her brother. And I'm like, right. <laughs> she's like, my loneliness. Free <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, Britney. I must confess, I still I believe. <laughs> but I just feel like she must be standing on the edge of that island and Aedes is gone and she just must feel so like I am alone, utterly, <laughs> utterly alone. alone. Bring it back, Gloria. <laughs> but I, I just, I don't know. I just felt like, damn. And then I feel like you're, you're kind of coming off this like, just bleak chapter. Everything that happened with Medea and her brother, mm-hmm. like, whoa. Reading that part, I was just like, I, oof, I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that leads us to our Greek of the week, right? Greek of the Greek. <laughs> I think we need to replace our music just with you guys singing. Greek. Let's get a barbershop quartet warm up. Ready? Greek. 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 take the, the really Greek. high note. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think Medea is a good person to like talk about a little bit. Yeah. Let's dive into the bitch, shall we? Yeah. Kelsey, you want to you wanna let us know about her? Oh, no. Hold on. <laughs> Was this my job? Sorry. No. I just <laughs> oh, gave okay. it to you right now. I just passed. Oh, the God. Test anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Medea. Medea is dramatic. Um, yeah. in, in my research about Medea, there's just a lot, a lot going on with this gal. Um, you know, she's. 
after I, you know i don't know how much i want to say about the research that i found about medea because we don't know you know if she comes up again i don't want to you know spoiler alerts or anything i don't want to i don't want to say a lot about medea but i will say she gets she gets her nose in a lot of trouble she gets yeah. she gets butts into a lot of situations here in her history um and uh she doesn't have a positive greek mythology story surprise right uh. right but she definitely also i would i would say she she is a she might be the villain yeah <laughs> am i the villain <laughs> <laughs> yes you are you are yeah. she's more yeah. on the tragedy side than the comedy side yeah yeah okay i think i found three candles wow Rose, did you Ooh. find candles i, I, I found- think you found one I found one. So, and I, I, I thought you would appreciate this one, Gloria, because I, I think you really turned me on to the candles don't have to necessarily smell good, right? Right. So I thought oh, my yeah, well, we had Maya's, the solo one that was like lizard and right seawater yeah. or whatever that that broke the seal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, then we had like lovers picnic, which was like feta yeah. and like yeah. Mm-hmm. So we can have some sense. It's like. You yeah. know, it can be savory, um, but I thought like, m- is it miasma? 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 Yeah. Miasma? So, acting up. <laughs> no, miasma. Um, but you know, it's supposed to be like pollution. So I thought like blood or like metallic, like a dirt or like a gasoline or oily smell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, downtown LA. <laughs> Foul seeping contagion. Maybe some sewer, <laughs> some sewer nodes of sewer. Some BO Foul mixed in. Contagion. Hi, yeah. Bath and Body Works. Do you have any? Um, I'm looking for the foul seeping contagion <gasps> body cream. <laughs> oh, sorry, we're we're sold out of that one. That one went like hotcakes. Oh, damn it! So I did have another idea, which is we could have the really nasty like pollution candle, and then we could have. The the catharsis, um, not a candle, but like an incense. Oh, <laughs> and when you God. burn it, it like clears the pollutions. <laughs> oh, yes. That is a gimmicky gift. I like it. It is. Um, or if you're, if you're not so much into the clever candles, but you just want to go traditional like Bath and Body Works. I mm-hmm, like what I mm-hmm. like. I like the sweet smelling ones. It makes your house There's, smell nice, not like pollution. Yeah. There's early strawberry, Ooh. like on the very first page, picking early strawberries. Mm. So just like a fresh strawberry, very simple. Mm. Um, then there's also, where is it? Oh, <laughs> this one is called The Perfect Wife, and it smells like new grass, fresh and green, because Medea is telling Cersei uh, that Jason doesn't know everything about her. Because <laughs> Cersei's like, does he know all this weird stuff about you? And she's like, of course he does not. Are you mad? Every time he looked at me, he would think of poisons and burning skin. A man wants a wife like new grass, fresh and green. <laughs> so the candle is perfect wife. Greek of the week. Oh, sorry. Oh, I have one, I have okay, one more candle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> uh, um, 
Where is it? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking for it. It wasn't in the notes. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm sorry. It got I'm, covered I'm up with flesh, flesh-colored shorts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> do it live. <laughs> um, okay, so she's talking about the beach. She says, I closed my eyes and let the breeze move over me, carrying its sense of brine and ocean weed. So that's, hmm. that's it. That's uh, Aedes' arrival. Ooh, I like that name. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have a lot of like ocean and seaweed and whatever, but it's you have one more. That's fine. Yeah. It's a story about an island. There are going to be a lot of nautical smells. I long for a desert. <laughs> <laughs> With Daedalus. Oh. I miss that man. Oh. <laughs> It's like so I felt for you, Kelsey, when she's like, I saw Daedalus. He's like, that guy's been dead for years. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh. So we're going to have like, like two lines about him and not anything else. <laughs> she was like, I saw Daedalus. And Kelsey's like, where? Where? Where was he? He's back? God damn it. Uh, I had some words I had to look up in this chapter. Um, one was suppliant. Because Cersei hmm. calls... Medea suppliant and it's a person making a humble plea to someone in power or authority oh good word yeah and then the other was fratricide yeah and she mentions that um, Cersei mentions that word when she's talking about what Medea did to her brother and that actually means the killing of one's brother or sister or a person who um, accidentally kills like one of their own forces in war so, like, the Vietnam War saw fratricide increase because of close-in jungle fighting, or Kane mm. justified his fratricide with lethal logic, or, like, the dictionary.com. But that was – I had never, ever heard that word before, which is probably a good thing, right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I know. I was like, I feel like this chapter was so dark. I feel like we need to keep in our jokes because we need to have something So dark. Light. Yeah. Super dark. And first, yeah, I wanted to say too when we finish the summary. Thank you, Gloria, for your <laughs> for your um, uh, really easy to understand summary. Because I gotta tell you, I was reading some of this and I was like, I don't understand what's going on right now. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. so lost in some parts. So I'm thank you for wrapping that up real nicely. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah good job, good job. Well, I feel like we should end this. End it on a high note. Woohoo! <laughs> That was my high note. Sorry. <laughs> well, hopefully next week we'll be happier, but I can't guarantee it. So buckle up. In this book, up. I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> buckle up. See you next week, everyone. Bye. Bye. CPOV CertainPOV.com